0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC.
1: You say you'll never join the Navy, never live on a submarine, or power a ship with nuclear energy. Joining the Navy sounds crazy. Saying never actually is. Learn why at Navy.com. America's Navy, forged by the sea.
2: This podcast of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, is sponsored by AAA Heating and Air. The premier HVAC company in the Midlands is growing. Are you a top HVAC technician? AAA Heating and Air is looking for dedicated applicants to fill their fast-growing service department with top-notch HVAC technicians. If
3: you're the best, then they want you. If you're ready to stop working and start a career, you can earn up to $100,000
2: plus a year at AAA Heating and Air. Quality candidates will have at least two years experience and a good driving record. Benefits include top industry salaries, commission on service and unit sales, set call limits, company provided take home vehicle and gas card, company provided cell phone and tablet, health, dental, and vision benefits, 401k retirement plan with company match and scaled PTO based on length of service. Contact Roy and Dana Finley at
3: 803-677-1500 or check out their job postings on Facebook or ZipRecruiter. Triple A air
2: when you need us. Triple A heating
1: and air. 10.02 back on the extra point on 107.5 the game. The Gamecock Central full takeover going all the way until 12. The boys are out at firehouse subs 3250 forest drive you can get involved with the show by giving us a call at 803-404-6100 back out I, to the guys now
3: thought, you were student body president mm. right yes sir like, and you always were a communicator i mm. feel like yeah all right welcome back we're at uh forest drive um location of firehouse subs we got a special guest here boogie huntley uh sitting here alongside preston thorn boogie uh, we appreciate
4: you joining us man um How's everything been going with you? Uh, it's been really good, you know, um, just getting back, getting this new year. It's been really good so far, just trying to get at it.
0: All right, that's the polite question. I got to ask you some real questions, man. I know okay, how's yeah. it been going, but today you said it was Friday. Friday's are known around football as the worst day of the week for lifting. I'm assuming you just got back from workouts today. Yes, sir. Yeah. What did that look like today?
4: Yeah, so Friday is without a doubt the, the worst day because, uh, you know, it's the last day for the weekend. The coaches know. You know, everybody are about to have the weekend break. Let's do it to them. So we start out with our first workout, and I think that's the warm-up. The warm-up, I'm telling you, is a workout. Because <laughs> the second you start the workout, you're already sweating, huffing, and puffing. You get into the workout, squat, heavy squats. And this was the first day of squatting. Heavy squats. heavy squats.
0: Just get, throw some numbers around.
4: So we'll start out. We'll do our warm-up so you're, you know, your leg's good, which we're already good from the, warm, the actual warm-up where you're tired, but you, then you do a squat warm-up. Then you'll start with a set of five, a set of three, a set of two, and then a set of, uh, and then a, just like a, uh, just see where you're at. You know, this is the first day of squatting in a while, see where you're at for uh, like a three to five set. So I think my last set, I think I did like 455 for five and in my legs, like first day back. It was all right. Nothing crazy, but solid day back. I know in about two months, that number is going to hundred and
0: fifty-five. 455.
3: yeah all right right, thank you yeah boogie so one thing we like about these interviews is it gives the fans a little bit of a glimpse into the day-to-day life of Mm -hmm. a student athlete and so while we're talking workouts let's zoom back just a little bit a week for you right now like we're in winter workouts right now um what does that look like as far as schedule how you know how many days are like true workout days how many days are more like recovery days Mm -hmm. what is your schedule right now um on top of like class and making sure you're eating the right things, making sure you're carrying around your gallon of water, yes, all sir. that stuff.
4: What what's the week look like right now, man? Uh, yeah, so I mean we start so the big men, the O line, D line, we gotta be in the building every day about six thirty. Lift starts at seven. Lift for about an hour forty five, two hours, get her out around nine, go in the training room, do whatever feel good stuff you need, make sure your body's good. And then you gotta eat lunch. So by by when I get in the building and when I leave, it's probably like 6.30 to around eleven thirty, twelve, And that's breakfast, workout, training room, chilling with the guys, just hanging out in the locker room, eating, whatever I need to do. And then from there, I might stop by my, actually I'll, I'll go back to my room. Hopefully I get like a 30 minute nap in if I got to do any quick homework for class or just anything like that. Then I'll go to class around Two is usually when my first class will start One thirty-two, and I'll probably go to about I'll have another class to about 4 or 5 ish so those like 3 hours or 4 hours I'll have those classes and then at 5 pretty much every day I'm done I get to do what I want and usually that's go back and chill just relax because this first week back you know just with workout school just getting everything back in this, in the rotation it is tiring but yeah, that's be my usual day, and then Wednesdays, I uh, those are more the recovery days mm. where you get there uh, a little later. You get to sleep in a little bit, do some stretching, recovery, all that stuff. Maybe get out there. Just you got a little more free time. Do what you want to do. What's your
0: nap technique? So, do you, are you an alarm guy, or are you are you getting all the way in the bed? Or are you on the couch? Mm. What's your <laughs> whole technique as far as napping? Okay, so I'm a big believer in power
4: naps, like 20 minutes. Okay, get that. Just you know, get a little power nap. Twenty minutes. I actually learned that in high school. You know, a little power nap. That's gonna you can wake up feeling good. Cause those naps where you wake up and you feel even more tired, that that'll ruin my day. So, I just need enough to where well, I, I get a little more energy. And yeah, I'm big alarm guy. Big alarm guy. Those people who go to bed and and can wake themselves up, they those are those are some dangerous people.
0: <laughs> Mid- midday naps are these uh, in pajamas, workout clothes. You got your school clothes on. Guarding under Ooh. the covers. What? what's
4: We need. We need details. Yeah, yeah. Midday nap. I'm full under the covers. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm in. Now working. I'm. I'm clean. Like shower at the facility. I'm no like, shower pill. Huh? No shower pill. Taking a real shower. Oh yeah. No. No real shower. Okay. No. No. You gotta. You gotta get in that <laughs> in the spray before you get in bed for sure. So real shower, and then uh, I'll probably just get in my clothes. whatever I'm gonna wear to class but I'm going to get out of them covers I'm going to turn them lights off. I'm going to get my a solid 20 minutes. And then if I got a lot of time, I might boost it up like an hour. Most I'll do for a nap is an hour and a half. Most I'll do. And if I can get that in, that's a, that's a good day. Yeah, cuz if you get day. too far,
3: then yeah, you're, you're pushing it. You're done. You're, you're done for the day. Hey, have you tried the the sleep pod, the the sensory deprivation thing I've heard
4: about? It, have look so that's it's funny you say that because that I, I've done everything you can imagine in that facility I've tried to make sure I have tried everything <laughs> but every day I walk by that it's a like an egg every day <laughs> I walk by it and I'm just like I don't know Luke Doty is actually he's done it a couple times and he swears by it and so I, I'm now that you just said that I'm going to make it like a thing to try it this upcoming week. So I'll definitely get back to you let you know how that was because I'm definitely just thinking about it. I'm definitely going
0: to try that. Have you seen this thing, Preston? I've heard of them. I've never been in it. So, 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 I mean,
3: Boogie, you can tell better than I can, but basically it cuts off, like, everything Everything to the world. Like, you're completely in the dark. I think you can't hear anything. It cuts off all your perception. And supposedly – you can sleep for like twenty minutes in there, and it's like sleeping four hours or something mm-hmm. crazy like that, so are, do some of the guys swear by that, or oh oh yeah, some of them love
4: it. here's the thing you're like floating, yeah, so there's water now, I think I don't know it's I don't, like salt water, I think, I think it's think. like yeah, a huge content of salt water or something like that, so where you can float, and so you can go in there once you put it, shut it, you can put like little lights on in there, like little stars or something. you can just have a couple things in there. But dudes who go in there love it. So I'm definitely going to try it this upcoming week now that I'm thinking about it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not for me, man. That's a little too uh, science fiction. I'm yeah. like, right, I, need to, I need to be able to touch, touch some stuff yeah. as you go through it. Um, so we're talking about workouts. Obviously, this is coming in winter workouts. A lot of people don't understand what happens between uh, the end of bowl season going into spring ball. So can you maybe lay out what that looks like? I know we went through a day, but what do the activities look like?
4: Yeah, uh, so after the bowl season, you know, you have a lot of crazy things that happen. You have seniors graduate, dudes leave, coaches, everything. So it kind of, you have this polished team that you got your final product. And then right after, you have like a whole mixed up team. And so that, that period from right after the bowl game up until spring practice, that's when you want to kind of just, Get your team right, get it ready for spring practice spring game, and really just get all your pieces in place so we can really start connecting and, and mixing together and That's what it is you know we're gonna have some high moments with the team, like you know' we're, we're just hanging out doing some fun stuff together, but a lot of it is just those those workouts just grinding we got uh like things at night where we compete against each other, and it's really just stripping everything down and then rebuilding it back up and that's what i I would think this period is it's just stripping it down to the to the to the core and then we build back up once we got a strong base that's what i say this period is
3: yeah boogie brought up a great point man you got guys uh leaving guys coming in guys transferring Mm -hmm. in and out um it's a little bit different than it was even three four five years ago um how much do you as a player like do y'all track that stuff like do you know oh this guy's about to leave or this guy's about to leave or do y'all sometimes read about it on Twitter as well? Like do y'all have kind of a feel for that, uh, when it's happening and, and what is it like to kind of know that um maybe there's a little bit more roster rotation as far as who's gonna be here and who's not than there probably was uh, a, a few years ago.
4: Yeah, uh uh, see, honestly, sometimes you you have like a a little thought like, oh, okay, like, is he gonna stay? Is he gonna go? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But the thing is, social media that that really brings a lot to your attention too. And then you get a lot of like, oh man, I didn't know this. I didn't. Th-. And so you, you find out in different ways. But it's definitely a, a weird feeling, just knowing is he gonna be here? Is he not gonna be here? Like. What what is he going to do? Because every person on the team, no matter where they are on the depth chart, they affect the team mm-hmm. and they affect how how like how we are together. And so it definitely it, it's weird for sure. It, it's a new feeling, just because you know some some guys. You look around and you're like, man, he you know he he's he was, he's been here this whole time. Where's where's this guy? But that's the same thing with seniors leaving. You know, I've had great seniors this year they graduated they left and it's the same thing like man he was here last year he had a great role now you know his time his time has passed so it's definitely weird but that's that's kind of life
0: just change and progressing. happens quick um I want, I want to go back to these workouts because I'm, you know like you said when you said the workouts or the warm-ups i'm at the age where just the mobility work is just oh, good just good enough for me <laughs> but i want to play a quick game it's called i like i don't like all right um, and you're just going to tell me whether you like something or whether you don't like something. <laughs> all right. Let's start with heavy squats. I, I, like, I like. Okay. I like, heavy I like. squats. He likes. All right. Maybe. Uh, maybe. There was, there yeah, was, a, there was some, hesitation. some hesitation. Don't worry. Don't worry. Coach is not listening. Yeah, he's not listening. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not worried about this. Um. Olympic lifts, power cleans, hang cleans. I like cleans. Ooh, uh, see, that's a big see the difference. See, I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. Why are yeah. you a big fan of that?
4: Uh, I, <laughs> I love, like, hang cleans, power cleans, all that stuff. I think those make you so explosive. I just love the movements of it. Because starting when I was lifting, I wasn't the biggest squatter, wasn't the biggest bencher, but I could power clean, I could hang clean just because I could get under that bar. And so I, I loved those. I always loved see, those lifts. Big
0: difference. Uh, I like, I don't like. Bench press.
4: I love. I love bench. Love.
0: You go you you
4: always go need bench. That's one of the most important lifts, you got to have bench.
0: I like I don't like pull-ups. Love. Love. Surprise. Pull-ups.
4: I love I like I like a lot of bodyweight exercise.
0: Yeah. With uh so I don't know your your body history, but have you always been one of the heftier fellas in your classes?
4: Uh yeah, I would say so. When uh, did you get your first pull-up? My first ooh. My first pull-up was probably like Tenth grade, maybe. Okay, and then from there, I kind of just took off with it. How, how, how many in a row are we uh, banging out? I think I could. Uh, I, I think last time we did like a pull up test last year. I think I did like it was at somewhere between eight and eleven. And I, for like three or five, I'm gonna I'm be okay with that. It's definitely gonna improve this year, but I, I you know, it's – that's a great number, you gotta man. Got to take some steps. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah, uh, light like, don't like running. I'm a huge runner, but let me go back real quick. <laughs> I do not like heavy squats. Nah, I'm thinking there about it. I don't, like I don't like heavy squats. I, we I don't like it at all. There we go. Don't like it at all. So today
0: was a rough day for you.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just man, <laughs> it's not fun. It is not fun. Yeah. I mean, once you rack that bar, you're like, Okay, that was good, but knowing you have to do it again, it's man. I yeah, I'm I do not like heavy squats.
0: I've seen the videos where y'all sorta of do those uh you know, you do like the kettlebell walks mm-hmm. underneath the underneath the 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 traps and mm-hmm. things like that. Like or don't like.
4: Don't like. Don't like, mm-hmm. not a fan. I mean, that's just like that stuff that's burning, and you're just like, ah, man, yeah, I don't like that at all. So back to you being a huge runner. What, oh yeah.
0: How do you explain that to the rest of the fat dudes in your group? I don't know.
4: That's something I've always like. I don't know. Like long distance running. I, I'm. I'll just run. Like run a mile man. or two. I, I can. I get. I like to run just because I know like. This is benefiting me. I'm, so my junior year where I took one of the biggest strides in, in my opinion in my or my junior high school of like embody and play. I ran all the time. Like each morning, me and my mom would actually go to the gym. We wake up at like four or something, go to our local gym. I get on the treadmill, run two miles, do a little workout, and then boom, go back home, shower, go to school, and then uh work out again after school, then go to like track practice or something like that. And so I just ran so much And that developed me as a as a person, like player, so much,
0: and so I I love running. That's a that's a surprising development. Uh, Big man likes running. Yeah, like to
3: run. I want to tell everybody something about Boogie that I learned. Probably about the same time. Maybe I think this when you committed to South Carolina. We had done an interview at the time with your coach Eric Kimry, and uh, EK told us that Boogie had done had done research on the top NFL defensive tackles and what size they were like when they were his age what size strength they were when they you know were two years later how big they were when they were in the nfl do you remember that like oh, yeah. sort of uh yeah, and
4: i still keep track with some of those main guys and that's why i kind of 305 that number i want to stay around that's six four three hundred five. That's a great number. Then you go, you know, obviously put it on film, and then if you're lucky enough, you get a common invite or your pro day or anything. You kind of just got to make those those same numbers. And in my head, I'm kind of on that that you know, really a really good track for that. So 305 is
3: that's kind of your yeah. your aim. And that's where you're at yes, right sir. now. Awesome. This is I know Preston is loving. I love it. The workout <laughs> talk. Uh, we'll continue this conversation and uh, talk a little bit more. Maybe talk about the bowl game a little bit. Boogie had a big bowl game, and uh, again, we're here at Firehouse Subs. Come on out. I think they're baking cookies because it smells amazing in here. So come on out. We're at the Firehouse Subs for Preston. Boogie, I'm Wes. We'll be right back.
4: Welcome to TalkVille, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast where each week we watch every episode of Smallville, a show that changed our lives forever and perhaps your lives too.
0: I'm Michael Rosenbaum. Hello, I am Tom Welling. What was the sign off now? Always remember TalkVille. That's it. Always hold on to Smallville, folks. We
4: love you. Couldn't do it without you. Got a great season two coming up. Catch up with season one or start season two on YouTube or wherever you listen.
0: You say you'll never join the Navy.
1: Never. Climb Mount Fuji on a port visit. Or break the sound barrier.
0: Joining the Navy sounds crazy. Saying never actually is. Learn why at Navy.com. America's Navy, forged by the sea. Goodbye, the game.
1: Back in on the extra point, Tyler hanging out in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. Wes and Chris, though, out at Firehouse Subs at 3250 Forest Drive, and they're hanging out with Boogie Huntley back out to the guys.
3: Welcome back in. We are again at the Forest Drive Firehouse Subs. It smells amazing in here. we got some folks waiting around for some food, about to start serving it up. Um, We've been talking about workouts, been talking about food with Boogie as well. Chris Clark back on. Preston Thorne is here, but hanging out. And, uh, again, Boogie uh, talking a little ball with this man. Um, Hey, bowl game, you had a day, man. I know you all wanted to win. I know the team wanted to win, but uh, you had a sack uh, you had a, a batted pass that resulted in a pick six. Um, you're talking about some of the guys that are, you know, seniors moving on. Obviously, it seems like outside looking in, Zach Pickens has been a big part of that room for you guys. I watched Zach sort of grow from being a freshman who's, you know, a five-star guy just kind of playing, doing his thing, to it felt like becoming a leader on that side of the ball. Um, what, what did you learn from Zach, you uh, just on and off the field during your time here at South Carolina.
4: Yeah, no, Zach, he wasn't just a leader of the defense. He Zach was a leader of the team. He was a everybody, whether he was offense, defense, kickers, doesn't matter. Zach was a whole leader of a team. Zach, he, he really taught me a lot. And a lot of it was just, you know, confidence, like, like just go out there, you know, do you. And, and the thing is, when you make a mistake, it is what it is, next play. Like that's one thing that Zach always helped me with. Like, if we was in practice and I made a mistake, I'd be sitting there, like, like killing myself. He's like, bro, it's over. You know, it is what it is. Just go play the next play. You good. And then Zach, you know, helped me a lot with that. But also Zach was just a great, like, friend. That's my dog. I call him up right now. He's out there training right now, about to make a lot of money, which he deserves every bit of it. And so I'm really happy for him. But he, he was a leader on the team on and off the field. He was a great dude. Like, I'm telling you, he was a great dude. He, he He's one of those guys where, like, if you're sitting there, you go, okay, you can be like him, you'll be fine. He's a really good dude. So, obviously, when a guy like that
3: leaves, and, and we already saw this in the bowl game, that creates that void for, for other people to step up. And um, do you, did you feel any sense going into the bowl game or now certainly going into this offseason? Like you talked about, you're going to. Strip it down, build it back up as a team. Does that open the window for you to be like, all right, I gotta somebody's got to start to pick up a little bit of that leadership slack that maybe we lose with Zach exiting at this
4: point? No, one hundred percent. I mean, when you do lose Zach and a couple of guys we lost, it definitely, it definitely is a void, like you said, that needs to be filled. And so he, it has to be filled. You know, I think Zach knows, like, he, if he if he came back and it wasn't, he'd be looking at us like, what are y'all doing, you know? <laughs> and so it, that's definitely on and off the field. He's made a, a huge mark. And so now we got to meet that and better it just because, you know, that's that's how you progress. And so he he's left a great foundation. He's taught everybody a lot. And so it definitely has prepared us for this uh, upcoming season. We were talking about this a little bit.
2: Off air, But Tonka Hemingway, one of your running mates there on the defensive line, he obviously, I mean, really came on this oh, year yeah. and played both tackle and edge. We'll see, you know, what the staff ends up doing with him next year. But tell us a little bit about just being his teammate, what you've seen in his progression as a player, in his demeanor, kind of how he carries himself.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Tonkett is like a silent assassin. You're not going to get a lot of words from Tonkett if if you don't really know him. If you do know him, oh, you can talk to him all day. It's going to be chill. It's going to be easy. But if you don't know him, he's like a silent assassin, but he does everything right. Like, he's never missed a beat. He's the same person every day, and it's always right. He'll be the first person in sometimes. Not sometimes. He'll be the first person in last not last person out he's that kind of guy and so he he's never he's never not been himself and every day it is the right thing he he just he always does the right thing and so he's a he's a great dude a great friend and he's gonna have a huge year we uh we were talking a little off the air about uh some of the guys
3: you played with at hammond and then um man i remember looking back we were actually talking to preston earlier about his baseball career in high school uh, we learned Preston was a stud first baseman. That's right, by oh, the way, my proudest athletic uh, achievements. So all state baseball his senior year. You played basketball at Hammond, right? Uh, I did. I um, did my senior year. I remember that y'all had a squad of guys that were all going to play other sports. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we, we had
4: we had some some athletes playing basketball. We did. We had a couple basketball <laughs> players, but it was really just a bunch of dudes who loved to play sports and compete. And we we did a little we did all right we we could have done a lot a lot more but that
3: that team was fun though
4: man they yeah, had uh,
3: that obviously they had Birch um, they had uh, the kid that's played base Tucker Tolman was Tucker on Tolman, yeah, yeah. It was on one of those teams studs yeah. as far as athletes go oh, yeah. Um, so you did football, basketball. Did you do any other sports at Hammond,
4: or was there, that what your name was? Um, main ones? So I did football, basketball. I did lacrosse, and that's, that's right. Okay. And that's kind of how, how I that. it was with baseball. I, lacrosse I have some of my most proudest achievements. That is to me. That's I'm better at lacrosse than I am football. And then track, I uh, I did I I think, yeah, I did some I did I did do some good stuff in track. So I've done a couple couple things. I I just I'm thinking about lacrosse now and. I uh, he
0: he's grinning ear yeah, to yeah, ear. For that's what you like, man. Those are so much fun. Yeah, those were the days. Those were the
3: days. For See, me. I I had forgotten that, but that was the word when when Boogie first became known as like a prospect. It was like this guy is a stud at lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I guess that sport just doesn't. Like, it's taking off, I feel like, compared to – like, when I was in high school, it wasn't even a Mm -hmm. thing. Like, it wasn't a sport in the state of South Carolina. But it has kind of taken off a a little bit, it seems like.
4: Yes, sir. Yeah, it's definitely a progressive sport. And just being from Maryland, Mm -hmm. you know, you're in Maryland. They play lacrosse. And so when I moved down here, the levels were so light. Nobody here was really – it was all baseball. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, it's the South baseball. But lacrosse has been my thing. Started playing Stout's five. And so that's uh, I definitely was was a huge lacrosse guy,
3: not that I would even know the difference,
4: but what position did you play in lacrosse, and what did that position do? okay, well, yeah, I was an attackman, okay, so attackman what they do is pretty much they put the ball in in the uh in the net, and you know they they assist sometimes, but my main job in my opinion was score throughout so like, their scoring get the ball score, yeah, that's kinda how it was.
0: you got it. You uh, have? Have you ever played lacrosse? No, nah, it's interesting. I, I didn't. I didn't play lacrosse. Obviously, growing up here, it wasn't as a huge thing. But my thing. Uh, my cousin, who shout out to shout out to DJ, he played at um, Presbyterian when they had their first mm-hmm. first. The D, I think it was the first D one lacrosse team in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the program exists anymore, but he he's very much into it. So you know, Memorial Day, all the games up there yep. in, in Baltimore, the NCAA mm-hmm. championships. So I started paying attention more. When he started playing, I went up there to see him play Duke, like all, all those types of things. So yeah. I definitely started paying attention later, um, but I never played, though.
3: Do you have, a, Do you have like, a favorite game from your lacrosse career? Like, when we talk about lacrosse, is there something that, like, pops in your head? Like, was there a first memory or just playing in general was? Um,
4: I know, so when I moved to South Carolina, I think my, my favorite memory was probably I put up, like, nine goals in one game. And I, that was crazy. Like now, a, a, each year lacrosse games are scoring more and more points. Mm-hmm. But seventh grade, that kind of time, nine goals—that was, was a crazy amount. And then beating Florida, my—I uh, think that was my sophomore year. I just had to mention that, just because we're in Columbia, <laughs> beating there. Last year I played
3: beating Florida. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know if nine goals is a lot, but it sounds like it sounds like it would be a ton. So um, we're getting served up some food here at Firehouse. Man, it smells good. Um, Boogie, we were talking about workouts earlier, and I always think it's interesting hearing the new guys talk about their first workouts. So there are some guys who actually this very week, I believe, will have been going through day
0: one. Uh, That's such a terrible time to be doing your first workouts, too.
3: um, Mid-year is a thing now. Like more and more guys do the mid-year spring enrollee. So you're getting thrown in there. Um, did you get Did you give those guys any advice, like the newcomers, or do you just let them?
4: Oh yeah. I, I, <laughs> What'd you tell them? Uh, so Coach Day, uh, he he told the young guys, and this was on the um, I think this was Monday. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Y'all made it through y'all's first day. It won't get harder than this. Like, good job." And I, obviously, like mentally, you know, so all this stuff going on, it won't get harder than that. But I looked at them and I was like, I'm just going to let you know, it gets 10 times harder than this. <laughs> and don't listen to that because we're one of the last days of summer workouts. We're going through our test uh, the hardest days we can. It's going to be a lot harder than this. And so I just had to let them know, like, we, these workouts this, this week, it had a couple guys already. Yeah. And so I let them know. I was like, yo, whatever y'all doing on the weekends, like, live right because it is going to get harder Every single week, there's not there's not a week where you're like, okay, we it's a good week. Nah, every week will get harder. Do you, do you remember your first
3: ever workout, Preston, or your first week?
0: The first week of workouts, I, I didn't come to the to the summertime, mm-hmm. so it was just straight up in, in the practice. But I do remember, folks, uh, that seeing the people carrying that gallon of water. I remember Derek Watson was carrying, it, and he was like, "Boy, you better carry that water. Y'all gonna cramp up today?" And I was like, "Oh my god, what, what is what have what have I done to myself?" You know. And, you do, my first time in the weight room, and this is when you think about the SEC level of athletes, we all, back in those days, we all used to work out together. You would see, like, the track team. And I remember seeing uh, one of the women that was one of the throwers, and she was doing the weight that I couldn't do. She was cleaning it, and I was like, yo, this is this is a different place. And so that was amazing, seeing seeing the caliber of athletes you just get a chance to see every day. Lucky, do you remember... Week one, or do you remember workout one when you when you first arrived?
4: Like, is it or not? You do? What? Yeah. Well, the thing is, we had um when I first got there, we had PJAC. Mm-hmm. and so the, the the styles are totally completely different. different, completely different type of strength coaches, and um I see like the thing is every day in the summer before I got on campus, I tried to run till I couldn't walk anymore because I was like I've heard stories of college and I heard like. Once you get to college, you're done. And so I I was probably in the best shape of my life going into college because Javon Gwynn, actually, when I was on my official visit, he was one of the guys with me. And he was like, yo, come in here conditioned. And so I took that. I was like, I got it. That's all you got to tell me. So I went in there conditioned. It wasn't that bad. But that was my first first time I really started power cleaning. And I remember when I first started, like, first couple weeks, I, I was power cleaning with, like, the guys in the weight room for power cleaning. I'm like okay, like I like this, I can do this, and so my my first experience was really good, but then when Coach Day got here, everybody kind of had the first experience together because it was a whole new guy, mm-hmm. and so that was definitely there was some growing pains with the whole team on that, but it, he got us, he got us working. We're here at a Firehouse on Forest
3: Drive, uh, hanging out with Boogie, Preston, Chris. I'm Wes. Uh, we gotta hit a break, but we we will be right
0: back and continue. You say you'll never join the Navy
1: never climb Mount Fuji on a port visit. Or break the sound barrier.
0: Joining the Navy sounds crazy. Saying never actually is. Learn why at Navy.com. America's Navy. Forged by the sea. What
1: we're talking about on 1075 The
0: Game. Sponsored by
1: Love Chevrolet. Back in on the extra point, it's 1040 Tyler in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. It's the full Gamecock takeover show as they go all the way until 12. They're at the Firehouse Subs. At 3250 Forest Drive Hanging out with Boogie Huntley And we do have a request on our Firehouse Subs text line Brock is asking if somebody can tweet out A picture of Boogie and Preston Standing next to each other So we can get a size comparison
0: You want, you want scale? I, I, I've repeatedly said I was an undersized Defensive lineman <laughs> We don't want to measure it against me But we, we might be able to get that done though I think I'd take care of that Tweet it out We can, at- get, the, we can get that done He's like, oh, this is when we were not very good And this is now when we yeah. are a lot better that's and right. Old versus young. Hey, Aaron Donald's six foot. That's a different man, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good good place to start. So when you we talked about the NFL guys, um, is there, are there any guys that you kind of model your game after, or anything? Maybe not model, but aspire to aspire to play like.
4: Um, I mean, I, I see a lot of people go straight to Aaron Donald, and, and I think what I want about Aaron Donald is, is his his like IQ. His quickness, just his work ethic. Those are the things. Just, but we're built so, so different right now. Jeffrey Simmons, he's one of the guys who's who's blowing it up on the Titans this year from Mississippi State. He's going crazy. I love his. I love everything about his game. Chris Jones, he's a little longer, big one of those longer, bigger D tackles. But he, he's right now, you know, one of those, one of those, you know, top defensive tackles in the nation, just because. His his the way he plays everything. I actually my rush stance. I'm literally changing it how I see his just because I, I love it. It's kind of like a track get off. Like you're getting out the the box. So I really like that. And then uh Quint uh Quentin Williams from the New York Jets. Huge fan. I've been a fan of his since I don't know how long. I remember we're kind of built the same. And so I, I love the way he plays. I love because he he's a guy who can stop the run. Rush the passer. He's not really just molded as one or the other. He's kind of like a jack of all trades, and so I love the way he plays. I'm a
0: big fan of him. He still has the braces. I know. I remember one time. He yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he what you're about. He he yeah. The yeah. I yeah, yeah. He's still rocking them. Like this, this is the dude that's supposed to, that's gonna yeah. rock me right now with braces on. Oh man, that's a uh, that's a that's interesting that you say that. <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance when y'all were talking about the about the bowl game. My, my favorite player of yours this year was your layout for the <laughs> sack. Yeah. I, I said I said man boogie looked like he had some little bit of spring on that Now what people don't know is once you lay out what's the recovery process after (laughs) you extend and you have to play another play after that no
4: it (laughs) people really don't know when you truly lay out for a tackle it's like you hit that ground and man oh man (laughs) you feel it's like all the energy you had just depletes and so when you get back up the coach is looking at you like, yeah, field go block, field go block. <laughs> and, and you're kind of just looking around like, oh, man. So you kind of just got to muster up everything you got and just go go right back at it. And especially on a third down sack, that's what helps a lot is because you know, okay, they're about to kick it, and then we're right back off the field, then I'll get my break. So a third down sack, that's one of the best things Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. So you're talking about workouts.
2: You're talking about that a little bit, um, you know, before before he came back in and – Tell us a little bit about, like, Luke Day's style, because stylistically there are a lot of different types of strength coaches, right? Mm -hmm. And Luke is a very interesting personality. Like, seems like he's very – he's a thinker. He's very philosophical, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about his style, maybe compared to what you've seen in the past and Mm -hmm. and just how the weight room is with him.
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously, he is definitely very philosophical. I think also with Coach Day is – he, he likes, he's, a, he's an observer. One thing I noticed about Coach Day is he is an observer. Like, he likes to watch, look around, like, gather up his thoughts kind of before he speaks, which I, I do really respect that. Somebody who doesn't just, like, sit there and just say whatever's on his mind. He I think whenever he says something, he has put a lot of thought into it. He's a note taker. He, he's a reader. And so all this stuff that I, that is, like, things you think of like a, a calm man. You get out there in the weight room and he's yelling. he got that gritty voice. and he's yelling to the top of his lungs. And then he also, there'll be some times where you'll see him yell to the top of his lungs and then look over and make like a little joke that's funny. And so he he, he has a good mix of of, a, of uh, personality for sure, but he definitely is, uh, once he hits that mode, he's loud. <laughs> he's a loud person. It is the top priority. Like, I know everybody's going to
2: say, like coaches, players, probably we're going to be the biggest, strongest, fastest, most physical. They're going to list off like all the adjectives team. But like, what would be from what you've observed, like going through all these workouts, what do you think the end goal is? Is it to be the strongest? Is it to be the best
4: condition? Like what's the one major emphasis you think? Uh I couldn't break it down one because literally when we uh it's sitting near the locker room we have a set of things of what yeah. we want to be. So I couldn't I couldn't break it down but I g if I had to choose one, I think I think it kinda goes in phases actually. Okay. Like right now, because we're building everything back up we kind of want to get close you know we got to kind of become like a team again we're, we're all kind of separate new people and so I think right now is like a big moment of just learning each other learn like loving each other like like we're brothers being a team and then come to the, end the winter it's going to be mentally tough and then fall camps whatever it's going to be who's the most physical and who's the most competitive and so stuff like that so I think Thinking about it, each part of of our journey, I guess, to the season is like a new aspect of what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, very interesting way of looking at it. So um, I know a couple of guys that you've talked
2: about already since you've been here. You talked about Zach Pickens. You talked about Javon Gwynn, both of those guys moving on to the pros. We know that that was a couple of the team leaders on the field, off the field, weight room. Um, Who are some of the guys that you have seen just like really good things from in the weight room and in conditioning so far, it can even be some new players.
4: Mm-hmm. This year, so yeah, far? this year so far. Um, Nick Barrett, one hundred percent. Tonka Hemingway, obviously. Uh, Jalen Nichols, Rashawn Lee, Trey Jones. He's man. He he. That's a he. That's a strong dude. Trey Jones for sure. Um, I know I'm missing like two right now. Tyshawn Wanamaker. Yep. Um. Oh my gosh. There's one more I think I'm really missing.
2: We've heard some good, uh, out of some new guys, So we've heard some things about Pup Howard. See, and, and, I, and I'm not in his group. You're not in his workout, group, though. Yep.
4: Okay. I'm only, because I only know O-line, D-line. You know, only know O-line, D-line. Yep. But have you,
2: heard, have you heard any buzz? You heard some things? About other guys? About Pup, I, yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, Pup, He he's kind of just like, when, when you see Pup, man, he wants to be here. Yeah. He wants to be great. He, he is a Gamecock. Like, he that is him. And so it, I know Pup, when he does something, he he's going to give it all his effort. He's going to try. And even if he failed, like, that's not going to stop him. You know, he's going to keep going until he gets it right. Like, me and Pup play this little game on our iPhone, and I beat him every single day. And he he it, let's, let him tell it. He's better than me, but I beat him every <laughs> single day. But every single day, he comes back. Every, every time I see him, he wants to play me just because he's competitive. He wants to win. And that's kind of how he is in the weight room, on the field. And so that's really good. We're hanging out here at
2: Firehouse Subs on Forest Drive, 3250 Forest Drive. We'll be here until noon, so we're hanging out with uh, Wes Preston and Alex Boogie Huntley from Gamecock Football. Be here again until noon. Come and uh, have Firehouse Sub and uh, get your picture taken with Boogie. Come say hello to us. 404-6100 is the phone number. we got to hit a break. Back on the other side, more with Boogie Huntley.
1: Broadcasting live from the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. This is 107.5 The Game. Stop by or shop online today and see why Herndon Chevrolet makes you smile. The Extra Point
4: on your home of the game, Cox.
1: 107.5 The Game. Back in on The Extra Point, Tyler hanging out in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. Wrapping up the second hour, one more hour to go all the way up until 12 o'clock. Chris West Preston. And Boogie out at Firehouse Subs at 3250 Forest Drive. Back out to the guys. Yeah, we're out here hanging out with Boogie, talking about everything under the sun.
3: Uh, again, I'm Wes. He's Preston, right beside Boogie Huntley. Chris is shoving food in his face and has a big old smile on his face. So, uh, come on out. You can do the same. Uh, it smells amazing out here. Uh, appreciate, again, Larry Chandler for inviting us out. Um Boogie, you went to high school not that far from where we're at right now, Hammond School. Um, We're talking about your high school days, some lacrosse, some winter workouts getting started. So everything under the sun, man. How has the uh, radio
4: experience been for you so far? This is your first time on air live. It is. I'm. I'm a fan of. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's. natural. We're just all talking. You know, having a good time. I like it. We starting
3: a podcast soon. Is that what's going to happen?
4: I, I'd love to do that. I. I think that'd be awesome. Just you know, just
3: talking. I think that would be cool too, man. You had so. Um, you had Josh Van and Darius Rush. Uh, they had their podcast last year. Um, Josh maybe said, <laughs> 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 "You just started laughing." You know, you if you're a player, I feel like you got to be careful. With the podcast, Josh, um, Josh got a little bit too comfortable on the pod, but still, it was cool. Yeah, that you know, NIL, I think, is pretty awesome in that you used to not even be able to have a like. There were guys who literally yep. had to quit ball, Destroying. because they had a YouTube page that was monetized. So, which is insane, but um, NIL does offer some cool opportunities for student athletes to. Be themselves and to create other opportunities for themselves and to actually make a little bit of money off of it. So may, maybe we get a, a boogie podcast. Oh future, yeah, no,
4: I'd love that. This, this sounds fun. You know, what, what did, what did
3: you doing. think when Josh uh, made the comment? Because
4: uh, it went a little bit viral on oh, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. I mean, I can. I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, obviously, just because yeah. you see things like that and you're just, and I'm on defense too, so mm-hmm. I'm sitting there just light watching, like, oh, like, what's, I know, <laughs> I know there's things you can and can't do, and I don't know if you can do that one. So it was just like, man, what, what's, what, what do we to here in the team
0: meeting? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. Um, if Boogie Hudley wants to start a podcast, but it could not be about football, what would oh, it
4: be? Good. Ooh. What would it be about? Honestly, just I feel like just trying to, you know, relate to everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. I just picked up golf, and I'm a huge golf guy right now. Okay. In my free time, I'm up at Par T a lot, the driving range, uh, I think off of exit one. I'm over there all the time, and, you know, just learning. It's fun. And so, just, you know, relating, just talking, you know, the everyday stuff, trying to get some cool people on there who I know, whether it's football or not, mm-hmm. just, you know,
0: I'm, I'm listening to that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm well, I would want to hear it. You know, like I said, I mean, for me personally, I'm doing this radio show and we're talking football and I'm surrounded by sandwiches. This is, <laughs> I've reached a high level in my in my career right now. Um, and think about it. I want to ask you a question about going back to some of your teammates and uh, who's most likely to play to the echo of the echo of the whistle. I mean, I'm not calling them. Dirty. I'm not saying that, but you know, who's most likely to push it to the edge? Yeah. Um,
4: I was, oh man, he just graduated. Hank Manos. Mm-hmm. Hank Manos just graduated. Who's He's, he's going to do crazy things in his life. He has like, I think, two or three degrees. Like, he's super smart. But it, we're in practice, like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, the plays, like, it's way over. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So definitely him, um, I know this so Cason Henry. He's a he's a younger guy offensive tackle. That that dude going he he's going to go as hard as he fully can until that whistle blow, but I'm telling you every everything in between he is giving it 100% every snap and he's going to be really good too, but those guys, we had a, we had a couple of them last year but most of them are gone, but those guys, man. It's to a point it's like when when it's needed it's good cuz you're competing. But when you're in there doing walk through and, and they're acting like it's warm muscle games, you're like, Come on man, we don't we don't need this I, I like this
3: conversation. We gotta I I believe we gotta hit a break, Tyler. Is that right? Um but um I wanna continue. I wanna continue this on the other side. Because um, I, I heard I heard Javon Gwen was a guy that was a little bit just seems so reserved off the field, but then once the whistle blows. I want to talk about, we had this conversation a few months ago about those guys that are just kind of laid back off the field, and then once the whistle blows, completely different people. So I want to talk about that. And also, we got some men's basketball tickets to give away. This is the Ole Miss game. Tuesday the 17th so this coming week if uh, you want to be caller number five right now when we go to the break we'll give you a couple of tickets so again that is old Miss game men's basketball Tuesday the 17th uh, he is Boogie he's Chris Clark he is Preston Thorn. I'm Wes Mitchell we'll be right back on the other side
1: former
4: Navy SEAL Sean Ryan shares real stories from real people from all walks of life on the Sean Ryan Show Wealth strategist, Rob Luna.
3: If you can solve a problem in this world better than anyone else, you're going to make a lot of money. And that's really what a business's ultimate goal is,
1: whether it's your business or a manufacturing business. It's about solving a problem, and making a bigger impact
2: in people's lives than anyone else on scale.
0: I mean, I've been trying to scale my business, but I can't find somebody to
2: conduct these
4: interviews. <laughs> the Sean Ryan Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's
3: time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.